Welcome to the Journal of Biophilic Design podcast. Stina, many thanks for joining us. Can you tell us a little bit about Skogluft? Um, I believe it means forest air, but can you explain a little bit more about that and what it does and why it was set up, please? Thank you, Vanessa, for having me uh, to talk uh, today about uh, Skogluft and the importance of bringing nature into our lives. So Skogluft, um, as you as you said, uh, means forest air. Uh, and Jörn Wiemdal is the author of the book uh, by the same name, Skogluft. And he found out that there was very little research uh, conducted on the effect of humans living and working indoors. So he uh, conducted a, a study together with the Norwegian University of Life and Science mm-hmm. uh, that lasted over several years. Uh, and the results were remarkable. They showed that actually by implementing plants, lights into the, um, the environments that uh, he tested, mm-hmm. The participants uh, showed a lot of uh, less headaches, feeling more positive, and had less less sick days. Okay. And so, based on this, the school group was founded in um, 2018. Jörn has been working in two other companies mm-hmm. um, with plants indoors, but with school group, we wanted a plant wall system to be available to everyone. Mm-hmm. Because uh, often, when you have like a, you want to have a plant wall in your home, yeah, is can be uh, complicated or it can be quite you know messy you have you know different systems that you know it's a uh, draining of uh, soil or water or you had automatic systems which are quite cost costly mm-hmm. especially you know uh, smaller companies that you know might not have the resources uh, to do this or in a personal home so we wanted to create an easy to install low maintenance system that basically it can be uh, installed in any space as long as you have some space on your wall. So the, the company, so you were saying that it was founded on um, sort of NASA studies, the sort of three decades of research from NASA. Um, I was looking on your the website and it, it was explaining that um, with the, I mean, because he worked quite, did he, did he work closely with them or did he contact NASA, Johan? Uh, yeah, Jörn uh, was in contact uh, with NASA in the 80s, mm-hmm. so around 1986, mm-hmm. uh, and he was interesting in interested in their research studies that they have on natures and humans, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, I don't know if you heard about the, the NASA Clean Air Study. This was uh, a project that was led by uh, NASA and in association with the Associated Landscape Contractors of America. Mm-hmm. And what did they basically did? They researched uh, ways to clean air in space stations. Yeah. So we all know about you know the photosynthesis, uh, how air is being cleaned. Uh, but they also uh, saw other uh, effects that nature might have, you know, on uh, on air in these kind of close um, spaces. Do you know how NASA did this clean air study? And and what did that? Do you know what they implemented? And how was that affected? what Jorn then did in his own company. Yeah, so the NASA Clean Air Study, the results show that in inserting plants in space stations, mm-hmm. they will uh, absorb uh, also carbon dioxide and releasing oxygen uh, through the photosynthesis that we already know. Mm-hmm. But they also um, can re- remove other uh, organic parts that we have in the air. Mm-hmm. So it's not only the, uh, the, the clean air, but it's also the effect of uh, of seeing green or being close to nature, 
This study is uh, very special, the, the NASA Clean Air Study, because it was done in a very protected environment, so uh, with a with the locked air. Uh, so this research has also been done in other places, in like home and offices, but it's much harder to uh, prove the, the, the cleaning of the air. So what Jörn wanted to do, uh, he wanted to, uh, to see what the effect of the whole, the plants have on the whole human being. Mm-hmm. Not only of the effect of the cleaning of air, that we already know they are cleaning mm-hmm. some stuff, but you know, what, what other uh, effects does plant have on us as human beings, no? Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is what he started with, with uh, together with the Norwegian University of Life, Life and Science. Mm-hmm. And it was conducted over several years in different offices and hospitals uh, around in the Oslo area. It's been released, this study, so you can also find it uh, on our website. Mm-hmm. For example, uh, they saw that the um, radiology department in the University of Oslo, they uh, had reduced absence by 50%. Wow. Uh, and also, yeah, it's very remarkable. So this the, um, this test was conducted uh, during the winter, mm-hmm. when I think it was, uh, if I'm not wrong, from uh, November to February, mm-hmm. and then with a follow-up study uh, 11 months after. And it uh, it showed that uh, 50% uh, reduced sick leave compared to the, the year before, during this period, which is, you know, much more flu, headaches, all these kind of things, no? The conclusion of the the whole study uh, with all the um, participants mm-hmm. showed that that uh, that introducing plants, but not only uh, introducing plants, uh, you know, putting a pot on your desk, you have to have like a more substantial amount of plants. So uh, you cannot just, I mean, you can put one and it will have some effect, but um, uh, our studies show that the more plants you put into a room, the, the bigger is the effect. But mm-hmm. the optimal is to have uh, light and plants and uh, the humidity. Mm-hmm. So it's not only the plants, you have to have the right light as well. Mm-hmm. So you have like more like a feeling of being outside. So if you have the light on the plants, mm-hmm. you know, the, the plants reflect a special light. It's like, you know, when you're outside in nature, you see the, the green, the, the sun, uh, you know, hitting the, the leaves of the trees, and it gives a special, you know, effect. On your website, and we've discussed, you know, I've discussed with other people too. It says that you know, we, more than ninety percent of our time now is spent indoors. Um, obviously, that leads to stress and anxiety, fatigue, and it obviously drains our energy. Having a lack of nature around us. Why do you think people should have have plants, particularly in their in their homes and in their workplaces? But just like you were saying, so our uh, as humans, we have always been, you know, uh, out in nature, like we are, you know, hunter gatherers. Mm-hmm. We've been that for more than, you know, forty thousand years. Yeah. And even if like our environments have changed, as you, as you mentioned, like we are eighty, ninety percent uh, of our day or our life spent inside. Mm-hmm. You know, the biology hasn't changed much since then. So, yeah. uh, us as humans, we are, you know, meant to live in nature. And I think a lot of this thought have been lost, you know, the last, I don't know, 150 years. People are much more inside, you know, they're locked in their office or they come home and they are locked in their house. Yeah. They watch much more TV, you know, we are much more sitting down as well. Yeah. Even if we are seeing there, there are trends among, you know, some people to focus more on, on the outside and, you know, nature schools and, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why biophilic design is important is, I mean, it's the, it's the, the feeling, you know, you have when you are 
you know, out in nature, like the feeling you have when you're walking in the forest, you know, you're by the beach or you're in the park. This is a special feeling. It's something that, you know, you don't get when you are, you know, walking in a busy, uh, you know, street with lots of traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a feeling raised, you know, you feel happy, you feel less stressed, mm-hmm. you're more content, relaxed, you feel like, a, you know, a calmness. When you ask people, you know, about what are their uh, favorite uh, place mm-hmm. to be, yeah. often people actually ask, uh, tell, uh, tell you that it's a natural environment. Mm-hmm. You know, a few people say, I, you know, I, I love to be uh, in the middle of the city. They would say, I like to be in the mountains mm-hmm. or, you know, I like to be on the beach or in the park, walking my dog, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's this concept, I think, that uh, the desire for, na- uh, for nature, no? we have this de- desire inside us. Yeah. Uh, and we, I mean, we always had this biophilia inside us, even if, you know, we, we don't know the name. You just see it, you know, just look at like a real estate, for example. No? Mm-hmm. If you have a house next to a forest or, you know, with a sea view or a forest view, the prices are much higher. Yeah. So it's like a subconscious that we have as well, no? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that no. we seek, we seek these environments. I think, and uh, and now with biophilia, I think it's a it's a more focus mm-hmm. that people actually start to think about it. That you know, before maybe they you know were sitting in their cubicles at work and you know drove their car home and didn't go outside, but just uh, implementing more nature in homes or in your office. Or just you know stepping out of the car and walking you know a bit that you know you get this uh, more content feeling from your day. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Which which aspects of biophilic design do you think has the greatest impact? Uh, well, I believe that the combination of plants and uh, and lights are very important. Mm-hmm. So also our own research shows that uh, with this combination, the research shows that you have less fatigue. Uh, less headache, less uh, eye irritation, uh, and also less actually sore throat and, and coughing, mm-hmm. because uh, you, the plants are you know cleaning cleaning the air, but also it gives you the the more relaxed content feeling inside. Yeah, I'm saying on your website, which um, I'll share the link on the on the podcast blurb, but it says 40% reduction in fatigue, 37% reduction of coughing. 35% reduction of headache. I mean, that's a huge thing. Um, irritated nose, dry and sore throat, as you mentioned, and being heavy-headed. I think it's really important. I mean, I've got loads of plants in my in my office, in my house, in my home, in bedroom, bathroom, kitchen. <laughs> it's a bit like a jungle, but um, yeah, it kind of, both me and my, my partner have like sort of chest issues. So it's made a difference to us. It's kind of made the air quality a lot better, as well as being upbeat and... Um, feeling like we're Tarzan <laughs> so um, but you've you've installed living walls and um, in educational spaces healthcare and homes and hospitals and airports as well I know you've um, you've done obviously Google offices and Oslo airports uh, is it the same design principles that you use in each space or do you you know are they fundamentally all the same or are there completely different challenges and how do you address them well, uh, each project project needs to be always looked at separately, no? So because every uh, project has a different challenges mm-hmm. and also the needs that need to be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So we have like you know if there's a place where uh, people spend a lot of time, we need to optimize the effect more. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and we then focus on the implementation of enough plants, but also enough lights in the room or in the environment where, where we're doing. Mm -hmm. So this can be a typical project is like an office space uh, or a school, like a classroom. Yeah. But when you're doing a project, like uh, as you mentioned, like an uh, airport or we're doing like a reception area, mm -hmm. uh, this is areas where people are moving through. Yeah. So it, the effect, uh, the the thought behind often is more like a de decorative aspects of the interior, mm -hmm. but nonetheless, it also helps you know create the stress relieving atmosphere. Mm -hmm. You know, has a calming effect. Uh, for example, we have you know several clients that um, have uh, like psych uh, psycholo psychologists have them in their waiting room. You know, mm -hmm. uh, to have you know to get the clients you know be be more, you know, prepared to create the calmness that might come, you know, from a busy, you know, schedule and, you know, just have like five minutes in a calm atmosphere with, with plants and the right lights around them is, you know, setting a bit, you know, the, the tone of the of the meeting, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, uh, again, it's, it's the the right combination because also we we have uh, rooms without natural daylight, mm -hmm. for example, yeah. uh, and then introducing the, the the right light for the for the plants uh, makes you almost feel like you are you know outside when you are inside in the in the closed yeah. space. Yeah, actually, that's really true, isn't it? You know, if you install a, like a living wall, you install plants in your in your in your workplace or in a healthcare environment or if you say in, a, in an airport or office or wherever um, but if you make the, the light right so the plants can can live so was it like ultraviolet light or kind of is there a particular sort of end of the spectrum that's needed i presume if it's near daylight i'm not quite sure what end that would be yeah it's uh it's like a kevin 5000 which is the one that's closest to um to daylight ah okay mm. So obviously then if it's nice for the plants, then it'll be good for us as well. Obviously going back to the whole thing of us being like um, this sort of primitive, we're still essentially the same people, same beings. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've shut ourselves off from all of that. So, um, which is why, exactly. yeah. So this biophilic design is, is so, so important for us really. Uh, can you talk about um, a case study uh, or an example maybe where, where Skogluft has, has made a difference? Yeah, I mean, we have uh, a few uh, school case studies yeah. Uh, for example, we have a um, uh, inner city uh, like uh, after school activity center. Mm -hmm. uh, they even made a YouTube video, so you can find it online. It's it's still in Norwegian, but okay. uh, where they um, uh, they uh, introduce you know the plants to the to the children. So it's, you know uh, then the children will you know they put up the wall. Yeah. They are in the plants, they are responsible for watering, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes yeah. you need to dust them, you know, and they see like a positive effect because also if they don't have a lot of green around them yeah. in, you know, the place that they are, mm -hmm. uh, but also they give the, you know, the, the learning to the children, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. like the plants and the prettiest thing. Uh, we also have the Rudolf Steiner School. Uh, in uh, one area in Oslo, they actually uh, started with one classroom and they had it also as a part of uh, a project and now they are so happy with it so they want to, you know, do the whole school, like every classroom and the parents are involved and, and they, they, they see the effect because also in that area they are, you know, not maybe able to go out uh, and also in Norway, you know, in the, in the winter we don't have much green. 
So uh, those we have a few schools actually that's um, that you know bring bring it into the education as well mm-hmm. as also that the effect on the children they see they have more attentiveness they're less tired mm-hmm. um, as well also as I, as I mentioned in uh, in places where you are not able to go out and be in the nature especially during the winter or in the in the, in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have, like, on the other aspects, we have, as you mentioned, we, we did the, the Google Norway office, mm-hmm. uh, where people, you know, spend their whole entire day in office, mm-hmm. commented they are, uh, that they felt the air was, you know, the same at the end of the day, mm-hmm. 5 p.m., and it was, like, in the morning, it was still, you know, fresh. Mm-hmm. You, you didn't feel, like, this drainness that you can have in the end of a, you know, busy, busy work day. Yeah. Uh, especially when you are like, you know, in the middle of December, January, when, you know, you go to work and it's dark and you yeah. come home, you, you leave the office and it's dark, you don't see the day, you know, you kind of, you know, sometimes when you are in this kind of, you know, office or, you know, in the conference or something, you feel like you kind of, you know, miss out. Yeah. Of, when you've been like locked inside. So it helped them, and also they had a lot of feedback. People coming in, and they felt the same. You know, mm. wow, it's like being outside. You know, it's all this green and you know mm. light and fresh air. And it's lovely. So, I mean, how do you think this, um, you know, this COVID nineteen is going to change the way we decorate our homes and maybe change the way we work as well? Well, I think that, uh, and we also seen uh, a bit of increase in, you know, questions and demands that, you know, people, since they are more inside, they are also more, uh, you know, concerned about, you know, not being able to be outside because, you know, you have countries uh, like, you know, uh, Southern Europe, Spain and Italy where they're not even allowed to go outside. Mm. And so uh, bringing nature inside uh, is, uh, is something that, you know, uh, people really... You know, not so, they, they kind of suffer not being able to go to the park, and you know, many people live like in a small apartments. They don't have you know a forest outside they can uh, they can go to. And then the other thing, as as you mentioned, is the um, what happens when we go back to work. Like, do we still need to you know uh, do social distancing? Distancing because you know you read in the papers, you know that. Uh, they, pro- they think that we probably need to do social distancing for quite a while, you know, mm-hmm. and how will the new office spaces be? Will there be, you know, more spacious because, you know, people cannot sit, you know, next to each other like you have now with, the, you know, maybe cubicles, not cubicles, but, you know, like short, like, you know, uh, walls in between them. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, I just read uh, like a study uh, was done actually in the UK by WK Space and they actually said that people they still would like you know to go to work they don't want to you know continue with their home office because we need to be social as well you know mm-hmm. we need we are humans so we we want to be outside we, uh, we cannot just all sit in our small apartments and you know work on our computers but uh, that people probably will be more focused on uh, well-being you know physical mental and also emotional because we are in this you know period where it's very hard for everyone and this yeah these kind of uh measures are you know something that's kind of put on on the hold you know you are you know homeschooling your children it's quite mentally stressful for a lot of people i think this period yeah. so we believe that you know bringing plants and lights inside you you can it can help you with this straightforward <laughs> period that we are in 
Yeah, I totally agree. Um, let's hope this this doesn't last forever. But as you say, when we come out the other side of it, um, I'm sure we'll have we'll have learnt a lot of things. We'll have learnt a lot of things about ourselves and um, and also how how our spaces are, how offices are, um, how we how we respect each other as well. Um, it's an inter- interesting time. So. Thanks very much, Dina. Really appreciate your time. And um, yeah, um, having more natural light and having better light and um, planting is, is a good thing for us all, I think. So thanks. Thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Journal of Biophilic Design podcast.